Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever, a podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them. With your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell. Hey everyone. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Best Bad Movie Ever, the show about terrible films and the people who love them. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I am your other co-host, David Bell. And who do we have? Who do we got? What Hi. It's me, Andy Sell, the oh, guy Andy. who loves Halloween 3. You do. <laughs> yes. Returning champion. I'm only going to do part threes, by the way. I think that's what... <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, what, uh, what, what part three did you bring yeah. for us today? RoboCop 3. Yeah. Oh, man. RoboCop hardest. RoboCop with a vengeance. <laughs> okay, so I, I don't think I had seen this movie before. I thought I had, and I don't think I... Because I, I really enjoy RoboCop 2. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, RoboCop 2's a mess, but it's a great mess. Yeah, I mean, the villain's a child. It's kind of mess you want to roll around in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. got... Look, Tom Noonan's in it. Yeah. He sure is. It's got uh, Nuke. It's got uh, yeah. You're a Bad Cop Officer Duffy. Yeah. It's got all that stuff. And now this one did not disappoint either. RoboCop <laughs> this, I saw this movie when it came out. Not in the theaters. I rented it on video, and I had not watched it since. So it has been 25 years. Oh, Excellent. A full quarter of a century since I have seen RoboCop 3 That's until last long. night at 1 a.m. That's too long to go without RoboCop 3 <laughs> in your life. I saw it twice in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say I didn't hate this movie. I I was thoroughly entertained. It it reminded me of thinking about trilogies now, like The Mummy 3 and stuff like that. Are those the Robocop 3s of tomorrow? Yes. Like these movies that they aren't bad. Like when I watched The Mummy 3, I was like, this is certainly a movie. And and like it has its moments and Mm -hmm. it's competent. Like that's what this film felt like to me i was just like this isn't batshit insane it's it's boy do a lot of surprising faces show up in it yep right yep. In, in the first 10 minutes of this movie we're assaulted with cameos of people who would later become notable we got cch pounder steven root steven root jeff garland rip torn yep rip fucking torn with the best mustache <laughs> yes daniel von bargen yeah Mako, Mako, yeah. I mean, he was. I He's think not he, until the end, but right. He was already a person, though. Yeah. Uh, Shane Black is in this movie for no reason. Well, because for a long time, it's because of uh, his his friendship with Fred Decker. Oh, the okay. director of the movie. I, I want to say that that's why he that was suddenly there. makes more sense yeah. because like. He's randomly, there's a call that goes out of the radio, and they're like, hey, Donnelly, it's your turn. And it's like, I already took a call, because that's how police work yeah. works. At the and donut like, shop where yeah. Jeff Garland works. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Garland is the clerk. And the, um, uh, Lee Ehrenberg, who plays one of the two sidekick pirates in Pirates of the Caribbean, tries mm-hmm. to hold it up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and Bradley Whitford's also in this. Bradley Whitford is in it. But yeah, in that donut shop scene, they pan over Donnelly. He's like, I already took a call. I'm like, that's... Shane Black. Yeah. And then his part in the film continues yeah, for like yeah, 10 yeah. minutes. Um, this. So, uh, should we just go through it? Should we go yeah, through the movie? Yeah, why don't we do, favor us with a brief plot description, Andy, if you would, of the events oh, of man. Robocop 3 as you remember them. Oh, gosh. Okay, so I've seen, I've seen it pretty recently. Not mm-hmm. as recently as y'all. Uh, but so it starts with uh, it's no longer OCP. 
I mean, it is OCP, but it's it's no they've longer. They've been bought by the Japanese. Yeah, yeah, they've been bought by the Japanese, and they have their security team who dress like literal Nazis. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Commentary. Yeah, <laughs> and it's they, Trump's America. They are essentially replacing the police as a, and they're like a, now like a para, paramilitary quote unquote peacekeeping group uh, that are there to evict. Uh, people so what are they, they called the rehab this. squad yeah the re- yeah. rehabilitation yeah, yeah. they're uh, making delta city right yes yeah. so the, it starts on an infomercial for like the best special effects ever of delta city right yeah, yeah it does yeah. and yeah. this kid's like city of the future. yeah uh so they're clearing out homes and we are introduced to uh oh gosh i can't remember her name she was in that movie life with mikey uh with michael j fox yes uh the little girl you're talking about Yes, Nico. Nico. I mean, parents are dummies. Yeah, they just ignore parents, the eviction notice until the wrecking ball comes smashing they through their home. Ignore the eviction notice. Put their little girl to bed and go. You're so safe here. You're just so safe. Nothing's ever going to happen. And you know then what? a wrecking ball that they know is coming. Yeah, she wasn't in life with Mikey. I'm an asshole. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh. But yeah, no, her parents are terrible parents. Yeah, what, yeah. Like, what, like they're like, oh, she she's like worried, like, oh, are they gonna come for us? Uh, go to bed, go to no, bed. And fine. then there's an eviction notice on the table, and it's like, you need to leave now. Like yeah. it's just like wrecking yeah. ball imminent. It's and then like it fucking demolishes yeah. their apartment, and we never see her parents again. No, they die. No, they, they definitely die. They get taken yeah. away Robo, by the Robocop squad. figures it out. He has his memory. He looks at his memory. Yeah, he looks through there through the records yeah. of all the the people and that have been rehabilitated, quote unquote. He uses his knife key that all cops use. To right, his the, his data uh, knife where he yeah. stabs well, information. Well, not all out. cops, just RoboCops. Uh, I was hoping all cops like have it on their keychain. <laughs> right, like, because stupid. every terminal yeah. has a RoboCop stab knowledge port on it, and yeah. he's the yet he's the only thing that interfaces with computers that he's, way. He's the only RoboCop that <laughs> right. That is weird, actually. Yeah, everything like the, has a stabbing port. The like the like technological infrastructure overhaul that they had to complete right. just for RoboCop is yeah. pretty insane. That I guess it makes sense if you think like they thought they were gonna like they thought RoboCop was like the first of many like they were gonna really be cranking these dudes out. So, yeah, like, we, yeah, it was like when true. they had to get all the ATMs Y two K ready. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> we got to get all of our computers RoboCop, RoboCop ready. compatible. Well, yeah, I guess in RoboCop one they yeah they were planning to do this more because they were trying to replace the uh, Ed inefficient Ed two hundred nine program. Yeah. So it, they. But they don't just have Bluetooth technology. They can't just have him like log in with yeah. a password. That's Is a, it like uh, it's a, a a frequent foible? Not really foible, but like shortcoming in all of these movies that try to predict future technology oh, is yes. they all assume yes. it's still going to be wired and it's still going to be digital media. Yeah, I mean yeah. physical media. Yeah, <laughs> so. I'm reading. I'm reading a Gregory Benford uh, sci-fi book written in the '70s now. That's about like the future uh and some of the stuff in there is like no no we don't still have green screen computers <laughs> no nah, like, man we're not, not still reading newspapers bro yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. something i noticed something that clicked with me about ed 209 that didn't before possibly because i'm a dummy but uh i watch robocop fairly frequently uh maybe just not within the past few years um we're introduced to ed 209 that first film it's just ed 209 is just dumb violence that yeah. can't be yeah. reasoned with. Mm-hmm. And it's like now that we've had years and years of, of just shocking cell phone videos of the police mm-hmm. just shooting people to death for no reason. I'm like, Oh, 
<laughs> yeah, they wouldn't try to replace that. Is the thing though? Yeah, no, they wouldn't. <laughs> they they wouldn't yeah, this is what we have, yeah. right? But like, it suddenly clicked. I'm like, oh, Ed two hundred nine is every police officer. Yeah, right yeah. Now. Absolutely, no, absolutely. Like, Ed two hundred nine is a metaphor for the the you know the the failed institution of uh, the police. Yeah. Uh, I so when we're introduced to Nico in mm-hmm. this uh, moment of the film. I think that's when we're introduced to the reason that a lot of people hate this movie. It's because she's a hacker. It's because, well, it's because she's, I think it's because she's a hacker. Uh, I think it's because she's a girl. I think it's because she's a kid. Because this movie, in a lot of ways, was an attempt to, you know, it's PG-13. That's a big thing, a a big part of the problem that a lot of people have with RoboCop 3 is that it's not as ultra-violent as the other two. It's not as... It's uh, because of the cartoon and the toys. Yeah, yeah, but at this point... They show her playing with RoboCop toys. Yeah, that's the thing, is you got to understand, like, at this point... RoboCop had been, I think the cartoon series had already happened. I think so, yeah. And there were video games and toys. Like, RoboCop was being marketed to kids the way that, you know, also aliens and predators were being marketed to kids. At this time, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But I guess here's the thing about RoboCop that's always been funny to me. He's bad. Like, he's bad at being... He's a terrible police officer. He's a bad cop. He's a bad (laughs) hero. And I thought that was the point of the first RoboCop was that it was like... It was almost a satire. It was almost a joke of yeah. like, mm-hmm. let's put this guy in this fucking tin can and have him like lumber around like Frankenstein, and it's hilarious. Um, and then like the sec, I remember watching the sequel, and there's like scenes where he's like the hero, but he's still well, like clunking around, <laughs> and it's just like, oh man, like they don't, they aren't in on the joke. Suddenly, it feels like. And same with, with this one, where they're like, yeah, RoboCop! And it's like, he's a ridiculous character. Right. Yeah. He's hilarious. He's supposed to be just the abs- absurdity of, of Reagan 80s and right. um, yes. privatized uh public uh, privatized like public care mm-hmm. uh, organizations because mm-hmm. like privatized prisons and shit like that yep and, and, and hospitals and like and just like the technological push it's like <laughs> he's supposed yeah. to be this ridiculous yeah. like, and so the fact that there was like a kid's cartoon and our toys makes total that, sense it's just it's so silly yeah but it, yeah it makes sense but it also runs kind of witter shins against the like you know, the point of that first movie, because mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. Paul Verhoeven, mm. you know, like it's your starship troopers, you know, like this yeah. is what yeah. we're dealing with here. It's, it's big, grandiose, ridiculous satire, but also like because of that satire, it could afford to go super dark and super ultra violent to kind of make that point. Whereas, you know, when you make it PG 13, that's going to get muddled a bit because it's also like, okay, now Robocop's a hero. Uh, and that's the narrative we're running with. Uh, but that means when, because this movie still tries to like wedge in some of that satire, mostly in reference either direct footage or From just the first, echoing yeah. the first I'd film. Buy yeah. That for a dollar, yeah, yeah the, the I buy that for a dollar. The, yeah. the, where he where he walks up on the two uh, rehab officers like harassing the girl on the street, and it's like, oh, this is the rape he foils, and like they even, yeah. it's even shot yeah. the same where his yeah. shadow comes up on the wall and his, blows them both away. So here's the thing: if this is PG thirteen, more for kids. Um, why isn't RoboCop really in this movie? Uh, <laughs> I counted twenty minutes. I looked, in. I looked down at the clock. Sixteen minutes in is when we get RoboCop. Well, oh, the, sixteen. This and is then... the other problem that people have with the movie is <laughs> yeah. that we don't see RoboCop very often, and when we do, it's not Peter Weller. And he's it is broken. super not Peter it's Weller. Way he, not. He Peter has Weller. one scene, and then he's like broken. He's like splintered. It's not even the... Peter Well-ish. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not. He, he's not Peter Weller. He's definitely not Peter Wellest. No. He's, 
He's it's, it's Peter far- Well. <laughs> well, not. <laughs> oh my God! So yeah, the it's, it's like Peter it's horror, really. right? <laughs> More, right. <laughs> so Peter the little well girl less. gets. Uh, I liked her. Her parents get put on a bus, and then she witnesses the terrorist resistance. Fail- Led by CCH Pounder. Yeah, yep, Bertha, which Bertha, is a great yeah. name. She's telling. She's telling you to nothing blow to up do. a crane. Yeah. They don't do. She puts a bomb on the crane. And she's like, "Everybody, run away! It's a bomb!" And then it explodes, and nothing happens. I like that about it, though. I like that it like sh- it, that kind of paints a bleak picture. Yeah, of, like, that's true. Of the desperation of you know insurgency groups, and and like yeah, sometimes things just don't work out, and we don't have a reason for it. <laughs> CCA's Pounder has a line there where the the rehab guys are like pushing her around. She's like, "Yeah, nothing better to do than push around an old lady." I'm like. You are you're not. Yeah, you're old. like thirty four. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, then she kidnaps the child. Well, she's running away from the. Yeah, she, yeah. No, it's she fair. Rescues she rescues. The child. She rescues the child. What's <laughs> she, funny is, you're, what are you, Fox News? <laughs> she takes yeah. the child, and then the child proceeds to never care about her parents um, ever again. I think she mentions them once later. Well, RoboCop is her new dad now. Yeah. Robocop. Yeah, she mentions them once. Cool yeah. She mentions them once, and then Robocop does the memory thing and realizes they're dead, and he's yeah. just like, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> and like, you doesn't. will be fine. Yeah. Well, it's good that he was programmed to lie to children. Yes. Right. So he, he knows they, they had some oversight on that. He knows the, the importance of tactful lying. Yeah. I love the scene where he's sitting in the car with his partner, Lewis. You know, in the fourth scene she gets before she gets shot a thousand <laughs> times and dies, where she calls him Robo. Yes. Yeah, that I didn't like that. Um, Basically, in general, the stuff between him and Lewis is not great in this movie. Yeah. Um, Doesn't last long. Yeah. The movie has a lot of problems for, I mean, including Lewis's death, which is just foreshadowing (laughs) of the many strong female characters to die in the future of this film. Yeah. Wait, does Crossing Jordan get killed? She doesn't, right? Uh, The the scientist? Yeah. Yeah. She does? Doesn't she? No, no, she doesn't. I think so. The scientist, didn't he take her out with the, the, the bomb explosion? He does, he yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves, but that is one of my favorite moments of the film. <laughs> yes. Um, um, but yeah, you're right. Like, so many... His partner yeah. dies by standing in front of the cops and just being like, we're not going anywhere. It's like, you could at least go behind RoboCop. Right, at least like, behind <laughs> He uses your best her friend, as a human man. shield. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just stand there. They're bad cops. Like, don't they're, nobody they, they in just, that scene. Nobody takes cover. No, like they're just standing, shooting at they each other. They stand there in the open. She immediately gets cut down, and RoboCop gets grenaded in the chest and yeah. just falls straight over like an asshole. It's great. This is the scene with the. Uh, this is. I'm trying to remember if this, this is RoboCop's introduction scene. Very, it's very like short. Trailer. It's very shortly thereafter. Okay, like his introduction they scene. They fight is off the, the punks. Uh, with yeah. the splatter uh, punks. The splatter punks. The splatter punks. Hell yes. Yes. <laughs> great. I, I by miss... the way, brilliant reference Fred Decker made there to uh, the splatter punk literary movement consisting of John Skip and other horror authors <laughs> of the time. Uh, I think. I, I miss. I, I, I assume. I assume that's so. What it's yeah, a reference that would be. I miss the days where punks were scary, like the villainous. Um, it's so adorable. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, by the time this movie is made, that's what? It's what, 90? It came out, I read it, it came out in 93, but I read that it was actually completed in 91. Oh, that And then they sense. sat on it for like two years. Yeah. So either way, this is well past the age of 
punks being scary yeah anything yeah, that's not a streets of rage video game right yeah. like <laughs> anything that's not a game for sega genesis <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly uh so it's still running with that which to me is kind of like maybe at the time might have seemed like oh this again but now i look back at it and i'm like oh that's sweet of them to try and keep that alive yeah they're, they're they weren't just and, and they had punk weapons too like nunchucks and the guy yeah. had like that <laughs> u knife yeah. like it was so it was perfect it was really great. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And then RoboCop shows up and murders them all. Yeah. And then he... I wanted to mention this before. You are talking about the scene in the car. Every scene where RoboCop is in a car is hilarious to me. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, let's start. His introduction we, is he's chasing the van with CCH Pounder and Stephen Root yeah, and Donald Bob Bargain. Yeah, the insurgents. He's chasing the insurgents, and then he gets a call that Lewis, is, Lewis and Shane Black are under fire. <laughs> so he turns his car around and jumps it to a park comes up a parking garage and jumps the car off a parking garage in a legitimately impressive stunt. Well, look, RoboCop had read the script for Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and <laughs> he knew it needed to get made. Right. So he, he had has to, to defend Shane, Shane Black, Black at all costs. <laughs> we must have Iron Man 3. <laughs> uh, he drives it off the the top of the parking garage and lands in the center of all the splatterpunks as they're advancing on on the cops and he shoots his way through the top of yeah, his car. which is impractical. Definitely takes more time than simply opening <laughs> the door and stepping can out. Get, can he get in and out of cars? Or do, I, think, I, <laughs> I don't like, know. But the second one, I know the other one you're talking about because I laughed so fucking hard. He's just sitting there. I was afraid he was going to wake my neighbors up. Yeah. When he steals the pimp's Cadillac. Yeah. Yes. And it's just him. It's it's all of it's been blasted apart. Yeah. So it looks like he's sitting. It. It's like the, the doors are <laughs> he's gone. Riding like on a, on a like one of those the power wheels. It looks like yeah. It's, yeah. it's the exact thought. I think it's the exact note that I made. It look. It looks like he's driving a big wheel. Yeah. <laughs> like, just try. He looks so ridiculous behind the wheel of a car. I love it. <laughs> it is. Oh great. my gosh. It's oh. Oh, there's a lot I want to cover. <laughs> oh yeah. So the kid. I think you're right. I think, going back to what you said about I, people, fans of RoboCop reject this movie because it's so kid-focused. Yes. Um, I think that's probably true. Uh, as, a, as a person who is a fan of the first film, that's one of the reasons I don't like it. The main reason is, it's a, is that it's a product of taking the first film at face value. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And not for what it is. It's a problem of misunderstanding. Right. Yeah. What the, well, I think that's... That's a problem with a lot of yeah. film series. Like, obviously, um, you know, uh, with RoboCop, it's kind of got a peculiar angle to it, too, where it's like, okay, well, this first movie is satire. But I also think that a lot of people that hate this movie also don't really get that the first movie is satire. Like, not everyone, obviously. Like, you can... There's... I kind of... There's a, a sweet thing to me that happens in sequels to beloved... Um, transcendent movies that sort of uh, step out of the boundaries of their genre, like Jaws, mm -hmm. for example. Like Jaws is Jaws. It's one of the best movies ever made. I, Any sequel to it is obviously not going to be the same. I, I think I know what you're going to say, and I feel the same way. But continue. But I <laughs> also Jaws think that Jaws two, three, and four are not just serviceable, but great. <laughs> I yeah, I can I I under I think I understand what you're saying because Jaws is like my favorite film. Um, and it exists in like a pocket of, yes. of my mind and yeah. emotions, totally separately yeah. from the Jaws Absolutely. sequels. And I can I watch both frequently. Yeah, yeah. and enjoy them a lot. Yeah. Same here because I think it's that it's like nothing can touch Jaws. Right, it's untouchable. Sequels aren't going to hurt it because it's like why would they? Yeah. 
Um, yeah. And RoboCop's the same. And so, yeah. And so, if you're gonna make sequels, might as well make them batshit crazy be, yeah. to be fun. Might as yeah. well give RoboCop and that's a how goddamn jetpack. Again, RoboCop two might as well have the villain be a child who dies. Yeah. Like, fuck it. And, and and there's there's very rarely does a movie does a sequel to a movie recognize like, it's like almost like they have to take it at face value, right? You know, like Jaws the movie, it's not about the shark. It's a movie about you know the idea of an outside force coming in to threaten a community and the right. people who have to go out to face it, and also the corruption of the community that leads that outside force to actually be more harmful than it should have been in the first place. Mm-hmm. Jaws is. Uh, Ibsen's enemy of the people. It's it's a, it's it's about corruption. It's about uh, xenophobia. It's about all of these things. But if you're going to make a sequel to it, yeah, it's a movie about a shark. Like yeah, so yeah. they just focus on the adventure portions yeah, of it. Yeah. Well, 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 Jaws make, Two is make... actually like a slasher movie. Yeah, yeah. Jaws Two is a slasher movie. <laughs> yeah. But like, sure. it, you might as well sit down and say, "What can we do to murder a shark?" That's yeah. different. <laughs> Let's electrocute it. How can Let's we electrocute kill the, the shark, shark this time? Yeah, like how are we going to kill the shark this time? Uh, we're going to launch him out of the airlock. Do we yeah. even need to come up with any logic for the shark to have gotten here? Like that's by the time you get to Jaws Four, yeah, is it ridiculous that this shark is? That these sharks out there are hunting this one family? No. Yeah, it's absurd. I mean, but we, it's we don't still think about it. Great. Yeah. Like, like it that's is great. why it's a movie. Yeah. You know, it, there's magic here. Like, I think, I would argue that Psycho 2 is the same thing with the Psycho series. Oh, the, man. First one, the first one is transcendent, it's its own thing. Nothing will ever touch it. Psycho 2 uh, at least tries to kind of play in the same sandbox as the first movie. As I have far not as, seen any of the Psycho sequels. Oh. Well,. You should. <laughs> <laughs> they become slasher movies. Uh, well, oh, sort Psycho of. Psycho Three is pretty much a slasher movie. Anthony Perkins, I know he like couldn't really get much roles after Psycho. Yeah, yeah. And so this was his way of being like, well, fuck it, I'll yeah. just be normal. Well, he he agreed to do Psycho Two. Uh, so that he could direct Psycho 3. Okay. Uh, I think is what happened. Cause Tom Holland wrote the script for Psycho 2. And um, I always forget the name of the director. I want to say Richard Franklin. Um, but it tries to do kind of the like the like twist reveal and the you know suspenseful mystery thing. And also it explores the ideas of mental illness and and community and and all those things the uh the, in kind of a more effective way than even the first movie did now it doesn't hold a candle to the first movie as far as just like psycho's amazing and it's it's one of our best films but psycho 2 kind of like tries to do what the first movie is doing and it mostly succeeds at it and then the rest of them are like no 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 it's about norman bates he's a psycho killer that's what we're doing <laughs> and um I don't know. I was trying to get to a point with this. Um, About how RoboCop 3 doesn't diminish RoboCop. Yeah. Well, it doesn't diminish RoboCop. And also, I think it kind of (laughs) creates its own sort of wonderful thing by taking the first film at face value and and continuing that story uh, for a different audience that the first two movies were not intended for. Yeah. Very different. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Very, very different. There's ninja robots in this movie. Yeah. Which is... I mean, that's my... That's what I always say to people when people are like, RoboCop 3 sucks. And I'm like, what? Okay, one, RoboCop is a jetpack in it, yeah. and he's fighting Ninja Terminators. Well, my, my Terrifying Ninja Terminators. Yeah. When oh, they yeah, get their face all fucked up. Yeah, that, that part's pretty shit. dope. My, my only complaint is that when he finally fights the Ninja robots, they don't the fights last 10 seconds. Yeah. Yes. It, oh, my God. The first fight, <laughs> the I, was first one, like, I was like... 
this ninja's gonna kill Robocop. I was blown How away. can it not yeah. kill Robocop? Yeah, but then they do the Indiana Jones yeah, he lost our thing. Where he's like, Oh, my grenade launcher's right here and he shoots him in the face with a grenade. <laughs> and and that's like, it. Yeah, it's just fucking over. They built that guy up the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Shoots oh. him in the head with a grenade. There's so many weird. I, I wanted to talk about the um, when his partner dies, creepiest death scene because she's like, "I'm scared," and he just replies with, "What is your?" I wrote it down. It won't hurt. Don't be. It won't hurt long. Yeah. And then proceeds to videotape her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like he's a murderer. It's like yeah. he killed he's her. Robocop. And he's like uh, smiling ex- and recording her death. What you don't know is that Robocop is basically the Logan Paul of the future. Yeah. He's, he's he's a YouTube celebrity. Oh that yeah. When they, he films a dead body, it's gonna get a lot of views. They locked Logan Paul in a motorcycle helmet and a suit of armor. He's <laughs> walking around filming people's deaths. What he chooses to record. RoboCop in this is very it's pretty strange. wild. Yeah. It's, it's you would very just it's all he's taping all the time. Yeah, like a police dash cam. Yeah, yeah. If you have a RoboCop, you would have a dash cam on your RoboCop, right? You would you record would everything so. your RoboCop does. I mean, you'd have to. Yeah, or you'd be irresponsible. I love that he shoots his way through multiple doors in the film. Like we discussed how he shoots his way through the roof of his car, <laughs> and then when he storms in on the British bad guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to uncover Stephen Root's treachery, we know that door's unlocked because Stephen Root kicked it open not two seconds before. Right. And he just shoots a hole. He shoots a RoboCop-sized hole through again, rather than just opening the door that we know is open. And even if it was locked, he's RoboCop. Just like yeah, walk through it, man. Just walk through it, RoboCop. You're RoboCop. You ripped a guy through a wall in the first movie. What's his status in this? Because there's the scene with the lady, well, robot scientist. Hmm. Like is he? From so they've order. never they've never and gotten over is yep. he property or is he a man? Like they still they're right, still like the debating. The first one it. ends with him being like, "Call me Murphy," and then dun, 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 dun. like it's so he's like reclaimed his humanity, and then they sort of reset that again in RoboCop two. Yeah, RoboCop yeah. two sort of ends the same way, and it's, and then in this one it's reset again. <laughs> Lewis is calling <laughs> calling him Robo. Robo. Like I'm like she yeah. wouldn't call that's, him okay, Robo. First off, that's a slur. Yeah. Secondly, <laughs> yeah. You don't get this. I, I, I get that you think that you guys are friends and that you're close enough that you can use that, but he can say it. You can't. <laughs> right. That doesn't give you the right to say it. That doesn't is, he that correct is his her word. too? And he says he he does say he does say call me Murphy. I think. To her. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's, that's right. When we're not sure like, if his memories were taken away, gives or us not. a weird smile. Oh yeah, when yeah when yeah. Bradley Whitford tells Sweet Cheeks to erase, <laughs> she, she tells her they, to erase his memory, and then yeah. she. It's, it, that's it crushes that, that it moment. with like a walnut cracking hammer. That yes, she has at her no, death? it's a science hammer. <laughs> that's a science hammer. It's a weird moment. It's like in it, um, Spider Man Two with the surgical like chainsaw. Yeah, you yeah. already know that she doesn't want to do it, so there's like no dilemma. But they no. try to make a dilemma for her. Yeah, and then they also try to make it a reveal that she didn't do it. Right, it's like we already know you didn't do like, it. Yeah, we know she didn't do it. Why is this suddenly yeah. a twist? Yeah. I mean, it, look, it's not a perfect movie. It I makes talk- a lot of mistakes. <laughs> there's, there's a few. I really want to talk about Bradley Whitford's character. We should. We realized before this podcast, he is unnecessary. He is 100% unnecessary. Well, he shows up, harasses the shit out of that uh, scientist, talks about her ass a bunch. He has a, he has a handbook of like 37 different ways to call her sweet cheeks. Yes. Yep. And he uses every single one. <laughs> And then he shoots himself off camera, and that's it. <laughs> that yeah. is his story. One of my notes is... Uh, he doesn't even get a feature suicide no, the way a- that some random extra did. Yeah. There are two suicides in this film, and they are both punchlines. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> so it's it's which is funny because yeah, it's still it's attempting right, this yeah. dark satire stuff yeah. with this PG thirteen scenario. And also like yeah, Robocop's lack of appearances and the fact that he shoots his way through every door is also kind of a satire That's commentary true, yeah. Yeah. that the first movie is doing. But it doesn't have anything to rub itself up against, you know, because it's already PG thirteen. So yeah. like there's already a bunch of kid jokes, but then you're gonna show me a guy jumping out of a window as his wife is pleading with him on the phone about how oh life is gosh. going to get better and then you cut to his body falling on the ground pancaking while two on the other street. characters are having a regular conversation yeah. oh my god two of the and then one of the characters talks about the suicides and it was like, oh, me personally, I'd shoot myself. Yeah. <laughs> Bradley Whitford. And then he's immediately fired, and takes a gun himself. that he has on him. Yeah. He just he has that gun. In his shoulder rig. Yeah. He takes it out in the office that he's being fired in. Everybody sees it. And then he just leaves. <laughs> and they're, they don't do anything. They're just like, I wonder where he's going. Like, they don't do anything. And then yeah. you just hear a gunshot. It's like if the movie had any teeth. That scene would have he would have shot himself in that room with all those people watching yeah. on camera. Yeah. yeah, I was like I was getting real dark about. it. I was like, why not shoot your boss too? Well, yeah. When he when he starts to pull the gun out, yeah. I was like, Okay, this could go one of two ways. He's gonna shoot Rip Torn. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna fucking, blow Rip yeah. Torn away, or he's gonna shoot himself, or both. None of that happened. He <laughs> quietly left the room. Yeah, and then he we just, just sort of hear respectfully him. left the yeah. room, and then like respectfully shot himself. The one respectful thing he did the entire movie. That's true. It's the only time yeah. he showed respect or restraint. Well, I yeah. think it was this movie's attempt to kind of echo Miguel Ferrer's character in the first movie. Very much so. They even pair him up with the same guy. Yeah, right. but who's in all three of the RoboCop movies. Okay, cool. Um, I, I suspected. I haven't seen RoboCop 2 Yeah, in a while, what, What's his name? Johnson? Johnson, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's in He's in all of them. Um, but, yeah, but... It, He's the glue that holds these together. Bradley Whitford. Really I don't want to say Bradley Whitford's not Miguel Ferrer or that he doesn't have the potential, but it's just that the character wasn't. The character wasn't necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really seemed like he was going to play a big role. Right. Yeah. I was very surprised when he yeah. just kind of leaves as early as he does, and I was like, "Well, that dude didn't need to be." It in It was movie. like he decided <laughs> on set, like, "Hey, I got somewhere else to be. There's Can a, you just make my character shoot himself?" There's a scene? lot of that going on in this movie. Um, it seems like. If you were to take maybe the original first draft script of RoboCop 3 and flesh it out a little more, you could possibly get a good like six-episode season of a TV show out of it. Because there's a lot of stuff that, that is go- – it's like they try to put in too much. There's too many characters. There's too many subplots, too much narrative uh, stuff working around, uh, too many themes they're trying to comment on. Mm-hmm. And none of it really gets the service it deserves. Like Steven Root's character – it makes a- no sense. Him coming back to the insurgency headquarters just to pull out a gun and be like, I did uh-huh. trade It'll be you over guys. soon. It's we, like, well, they're right. Why we, did you come? Why, why are you here? Yeah. You should have left town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Taking the money and fucking. That's, yeah, and I, that's the bounce. plan, right? That's, that's what he why wants. Why you rolled. Yeah. That's why you flipped on this. Yeah. You're putting yourself Don't, at risk. He, right does now. he believe in the cause? Don't dime out <laughs> like, the resistance base to the bad guys and then go to the resistance base because. And tell. And, and pull out a single gun against like a, a room full of people. There were so many yeah, people in yeah. that room. And he's just like, nobody move also, it's, it's, like, it's, in on, a, man. it's in a tunnel system yeah so you don't know if someone could just come up behind which you is which happens. is what happens exactly what happens yeah. <laughs> it was there was some baffling there because they could have connected it like robocop has the tracking device on him mm-hmm. and they don't do much with that like 
that that could have been the thing that led them ultimately there and and instead they have them like throw it down the hallway yeah which yeah, i don't yeah, think yeah. i don't think that takes care of it right and they trap the manhole cover which explodes and then they just they never go back down that hole yeah they like just, if anything that's like well that's where they are also did they so they, they there's a there's a line of dialogue there where it's like did you rig the the whatever corner hole yeah, yeah. and it's like i think so or whatever but it's also do they just have those there at all times? Because, like, what if someone's just coming to work on the sewers? Right, yeah. What if yeah. some, like, city worker is just like, well, I got to check this. Yeah. <laughs> so be it. <laughs> I mean, you can't make, you know, you can't make a, a justice omelet without breaking a few eggs. Now some blue-collar family just lost the primary breadwinner. And um, they're definitely getting evicted. <coughs> yeah, like they all got killed by rehab soldiers The already. resistance, by the way, is made up entirely of people in their 40s, pretty much. Yeah, the thing... We're talking about unnecessary characters. The Resistance, by the end of the film, has three different tech people. Yeah. Like, Daniel Von Bargen is, like, their tech guy, but then, like, the little girl can do everything. And then they also get Dr. Crossing Jordan, who brings them the (laughs) jetpack. Like, Uh, we only need one of these characters to be, like, the tinkerer. Like, we don't need three tinkerers. Yeah, you're right. They didn't really... it's, It's like... It's like when you when you start a Overwatch game and it's like guys somebody's got to go tank yeah. somebody's got to go healer we got way too many DPS yeah it's here. all DPS we can't have five Hanzos yeah <laughs> why is everyone Symmetra for some reason oh man we um, got we got two Symmetras and a Torbjorn great can we get a Reinhardt I guess RoboCop's the Reinhardt you sure oh yeah that's the, the RoboCop is very Reinhardty he has um when he's in the Resistance and he's all fucked up. Which again, he's been in. It took twenty minutes to get in this movie, and then he's like on his back for a lot of it. I was. He has a lady dream, a weird lady dream where oh he's yeah, in a he, tunnel. He has a dr- yeah. It's like we see that we see that we see that? the passageway of RoboCop's thoughts. Yeah, where his wife turns into Lewis, turns into Crossing Jordan. Is yeah. that just him? Like, I'm gonna fuck this lady now. Well, it's just I, him replacing he, his. Yeah, he just mother. only like yeah. I think it's yeah. I it's it's interesting because I think it serves a couple purposes. I th- I have a theory that 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 scene was actually part of a larger uh, series of scenes in the movie. That 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 was something that came up often as mm-hmm. like a recurring theme uh, of maybe something about you know the his neuro pathways being confused, right. um, but also like. You know, this is his last tether to humanity, or these women he knows, and <laughs> they're all getting kind of conflated. Um, and I think that 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 sequence would make more sense if there was more of that going on. But they probably had to cut a bunch from the from the script, yeah. and then yeah. it just became that one scene. So Which, so it stands out as a really weird thing on its own. It's baffling, but yeah, I do if it was get like that. If it was like dreams. if they had had bits of him, were bits of him like not being able. To distinguish which person was which, yes. yeah, like they were all the same yeah. person. Yeah, because they yeah. do a lot of so, shit with his memory in this one. Yeah, he's like they remembering do. his wife and kids. But because it's just that one scene without any kind of support scenes, it's kind of confusing narratively and stands out narratively. But I also think that it does this arguably uh, great thing that's probably wholly unintentional. Uh, about uh, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it kind of constructs this commentary on the nature of uh, the role of women in uh, Hollywood narrative archetypes where it's like, you know, you've got, they're all kind of being conflated and it's like, oh yeah, we get it. Yeah, it's another woman. And then it kind of does that, that's maybe enforced or maybe, you know, uh, uh, 
the opposite of enforced. I can't think of a word right now. Unforced. Uh, unforced. unforced. <laughs> Outforced. Exforced. Uh, Exforced. <laughs> uh, by the deaths of all of these other female characters, by the death of Bertha and the death of Lewis, and and <clears throat> I. I it's an interesting thing. It's probably me reading too far into it. Uh, I'm sure it's unintentional, but it's <laughs> yeah. interesting that the subtext is there. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's this accident, and that's I think ultimately what I like about this movie is there's a lot of accidental subtext by with all of this mishmash going on. I like that it's a product of the pervasive fear in the 80s that the Japanese were going to take it. Yes. yes. I got very excited it's, when they're just like, look, it's the Japanese. Yeah, they're it, so bad. It was it, like Back to the Future uh, Back to the Future, every Michael Crichton novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it's interesting because there's this class message in it and this really it kind of in a way in a way crystallizes the uh the the uh, themes about corporate control and and oligarchy and private privatization and right, yeah. public utilities well, yeah. kind of like comes to a head in this movie where it's like now straight up the cops are done and it's this secret security force for this corporation that's now in, in yeah. charge of law enforcement uh at the end uh but well, but then when you factor in the like the Japanese thing, it's like yeah, but uh, that kind of kills the message a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think at its core, this movie is about a government that is trying so hard to be dystopian and just failing miserably. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> so bad at together. being dystopian. They're like they they put out like propaganda. And the news anchors like this is bullshit. I love that. Yeah, that's it's like my favorite. Like, that's one of my favorite And then they're like, scenes. police, go do this. And they're like, no, fuck you. And like. And even the starter, they're like, we need to build a robot cop to enforce. And the robot cops are like, I am a man. And they're like, God damn it. Like, yeah. we it can't is, do anything dystopian. It right. is, in light of recent events, a depressingly optimistic view. Right. Like, I wish somebody would, would be go. like, this yeah. is bullshit. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's what we need. We, yeah. Robocop 3 <laughs> is the example that people in these positions should look to. <laughs> like, news anchors on Fox News or wherever should be being like, no, f- this is nonsense. I know this isn't true. Fuck this. is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Cops in every department should be, no, we're not going to kill poor people for yeah. no reason. <laughs> <sighs> so building up toward the film's climax, where Robocop gets his jetpack and he flies out. I love the introduction of that where they're like, we found this thing. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's his jetpack. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I built that. I do like I the scene that. where they grab it, though, from the armory after they break into the armory yeah. And, yeah. and are grabbing guns. And he's like, she's like, grab that. It looks expensive. I, I don't know. What, I just love that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, take that. We might need it. Um, yeah. Yeah. He flies out over the um, the war between the yes. splatterpunks and the police because splatterpunks teaming up with the with the uh, they got to outsource guys. man yeah they're like the uh, they're like the Nazi punks that the uh, the the Richard Spencer types yeah, yeah. Uh, employ that was so weird because I wonder what the splatterpunks told the other splatterpunks like how did that happen. Because they, they just, like, it was literally the police all quit and the there's a splatter the Nazis, right like, look over and they're like, you, like, what are you up to? And they, like, it must have been very brief negotiations where they're just like, heroin? Do you want heroin? Right. We'll give you a bunch of heroin. And it's like, oh, yeah. Well, it's you also have an army. kind of like that, that weird, like, you know, imperialist expansion thing where, like, um, you know, you get the barbarians. 
If you're uh, if you're yeah. an, if you're an if you're an empire expanding, you get the barbarians of the land you're you're not right. The, yeah, of the land you're expanding into to be your police. Basically, it makes cause sense because it's just be brutal. Yeah, and they're like, hey, you want to fuck up a bunch of cops? And they're like, yeah, <laughs> fuck it, we're splatterpunks, and you guys are Nazis. Yeah, great, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Our ideals align. Yeah, we listen to Screwdriver. <laughs> you went to Harvard. So uh, he flies his jetpack out over this war for like a long time without doing anything. It's so good. And like brings the war to a halt, but he's just like zooming kind of slowly he blows above up this a battlefield. Tank. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, give it, he does blow up the tank at the end of it, but like right. it goes on for long enough that I said. He's not doing anything. Yeah, it's almost like Robocop's just like, keep keep going. I'm just watching. I just wanted to watch. <laughs> I'm stuck in this thing. <laughs> Somebody help. <laughs> I can't figure out how to turn it off. I'm going to fly it forever, please. It's going to quit on oh, me over the ocean. I, when I saw it in the theater, I loved it just because it was like, I, look, it's Robocop, Robocop flying. Jetpack. I love yeah. the Rocketeer. I didn't I mind love the Robocop. Effect. This is, they put them together. Mm. <laughs> I mean, there are Nazis in both films. Yep, yep, and a and a British Nazi, an evil British Nazi. Sure, an evil British Nazi. Uh, so he rides his jetpack up to OCP headquarters, where he bursts in to save Doctor Crossing Jordan and Nico, the little child prodigy, who and was he, not in life with Mikey. I apologize. Super wasn't. Sorry, everybody. Um, <laughs> has to fight two more of the ninja robots. Yeah, that's when I thought like. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. now like we're the f- gonna get some awesome. Yeah, shit. and we don't. We don't. No. we don't. Well, we kind of get a cool thing in that the the ninja one of them his face gets knocked away or knocked it out of like it's yeah, it's all fucked yeah. up. So it's he looks crazy. He looks all wild eyed and insane. But then like the little kid just reprograms them to cut each other's heads off. Yeah, like Robocop that. never really fights the ninja robots. No, because, and then I love she's the torch is being passed. From the no, she's the new robot of law enforcement to yeah this look y- this is a very empowering movie <clears throat> it for is. young girls like, <laughs> you no longer need the police you are responsible for your own yeah, safety and, and protection look anonymous is the new police <laughs> right yeah so um so the robots explode and it creates the bomb the bomb which apparently okay so the robots are wired to a bomb. Yes. That's that, yeah, not, this makes no sense. Not in them. <laughs> nope. It's a bomb that they keep separate that they just had in the office. Yeah, we see it one scene before. Apparently, the um, Mako gave it to him for something. Right, for something. Yeah, and it makes no sense because it's like, what if Robocop just kills the robot then you're That's, all gonna die like yeah. if i were sending those robots out, out to go kill robocop i'd be like take the suitcase with you because yeah. i don't need that yeah well, i'd only send one of them i'd keep that no you stay here yeah <laughs> like, yeah the the bomb thing makes no sense yeah i don't know what that was yeah why it was did very he... unnecessary it was just to have him jetpack away from an explosion yeah, yeah and then yeah. he and like re- to have something at the end to create some kind of artificial suspense yeah and Riptorn's all wise, mad. I He's guess. like, "You idiots!" Yeah, like well, now we're all gonna die. And it's like maybe a heads up, I guess. You're, he's acting like it's their fault that they defended their lives. Oh no, that wasn't Riptorn. That's British bad guy. Oh, that's British bad guy. Is Riptorn dead at that point? No, he leaves. He's, he doesn't yeah, die. He bounces. Doesn't die. Oh no, wow. He gets, he gets fired at the very end. Oh, presumably wow. he's gonna go shoot himself. Right. <laughs> In a hilarious sequence. Yeah. Um, my favorite part of the climax is um, 
Robocop slain on the ground and then turns his jetpack on and melts the bad guy's shit. <laughs> yeah, so he can't get away. <laughs> Just it was a great little like, fuck ah! you. <laughs> It's the most brutal thing that happens. It really in the movie. is. It is very brutal. <laughs> yeah. He just melts his shins, grabs them, and goes just like "fuck off." Zoom it out, <laughs> and this guy's crawling toward the bomb, which he already said there's no way to deactivate. Yeah, so I don't know what he's trying to do. I don't know. Yeah, at that moment when he was like, I forget what Robocop says before he heroically cripples the bad guy, but, <laughs> but he puts on the jetpack, and I thought like. Oh, he's going to sacrifice himself. He's going to grab the bomb and fly away. And fly, fly away. away. <laughs> like the dark no, it's, just, it's I'm going to burn your fucking legs <laughs> and bail. It would have been the only way it would have been more perfect is if he didn't save anyone. <laughs> 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 if he just left. It's just like <laughs> I have a plan. <laughs> Just he'd flipped, if he'd flipped in the bird on the way out, yeah. so just fucking just Steve Austin two up. <laughs> oh. Robocop will live another day. Slams a beer. Yeah. That's a skyscraper a... in the middle of a crowded metropolitan area explodes that's, behind him. That's the thing is, even though he saved two people, there are other people in that skyscraper. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's other yeah, like uh, presumably innocent people too. Yeah, it is very unheroic what he does. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's why we really need Robocop. like a, 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 a committee of citizens to regulate the police because we can't right. have these Robocops running around, just melting yeah. people's legs, <laughs> melting yeah. people's legs, and letting bombs explode. Uh, that's such a great moment. I also <laughs> love that the the Japanese has built these amazing Terminators, and in America we can't get past like strapping metal onto a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> like they they were like way ahead of us and they're like yeah, what do you I have mean, and it's this fucking thing that's even like even that's like more like pro american yeah. cuz it's like the japanese robots suck yeah, yeah. I, they well, look way it's, better well, though it's, it's, yeah it's the it's the it's the bad news bears uh versus you know the 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 cool team thing it's the like the scrappy american you know, we might suck at things, but we have the American spirit, so yeah, we're going right, to win. Right. And, it, and it, it, like, really was a thing, you know, in the Japanese auto versus mm-hmm. yeah. U.S. auto, was, especially setting it in Detroit. Yeah, you know? exactly. I was about oh, to yeah. say, like, yeah, sure, the uh, the Japanese robots are sleek and high performance, but RoboCop's built Ford tough. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> He's made in America, god yeah. damn it. He's chrome. <laughs> Looks like a fucking dickhead. Your grandfather <laughs> didn't need to wear a seatbelt while driving one, and he could be drunk. <laughs> How did this happen? How did three RoboCops happen? And more. There's like a made-for-TV one. A made for there TV are TV several. And then there's a remake. A yeah. How did this thing become a hero? Because <laughs> it's a ridiculous character. I don't know. I just think it's... I don't know. I really can't <laughs> well, say. Well, it's no personality. Zero personality. Yeah. He lumbers around... He just like fires weird random missiles out of him. He looks silly. He walks like he has a shit in his pants. <laughs> and we were like, let's he make does. him a hero. He has to, right? This is a question that came up again watching that film, even though we don't see him eating this one. But we know that he eats. He eats baby food. He eats baby food. Yeah, yeah where's that baby food going? He's got a shit. He's got a little valve. He opens. He has to have a valve <laughs> in the back. He has to. He just dips. It just drops out whenever. Yeah. Maybe yeah. his system is so efficient that there's actually no waste. It burns shit, food. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That he would smell terrible. <laughs> he just yeah. smells like shit. Oh, he smells like a corpse <laughs> at all times. He smells like Robo-Cop, shit on they fire. They never talk about this, yeah. but he is 
He's, he's like, also mostly dead human material, yeah. <laughs> like dead organic. He's material. been rotting. Yeah. Right. Of all the parts, at this point, it seems like he's mostly robot. But of all the parts to leave as, as organic, why his face? Why, yeah, like why the the? I mean, it's to horrify criminals. It's the one thing that like maybe it's like, well, we need a human face on this thing so we can like you know elicit some kind of public uh, empathy. You know, the 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 human face, our, our ability to recognize faces, etc. Uh, but then why cover half of it up with a right. visor? Yeah. Like, why not that have said, the weird, his weird-ass fucking... Well, and I love... What? Sorry, I have a question, though. If you were making a human robot, I guess a cyborg, what human part would you leave? If I not don't know, the like, a, like a... Like, like a, the chest? Like a, the tits. Yeah. Just the tits. Just the nipples. Like a big, muscly arm? <laughs> just... <laughs> just all machine and two flesh nipples? The legs? I don't know. There's... I wouldn't. I don't know why even make him a humanoid. Like man. give him like nine legs. Why did they make? I don't know. RoboCop. <sighs> what What is the purpose? Because crime had gotten out of control, and their their human cops are getting murdered. Okay, yeah. so they took a human cop, and they made him sort like yeah. Why didn't they just? Oh, the Ed two hundred nines weren't working. Yeah, the yeah, Ed two hundred nines weren't working. They need to split the difference. They needed to make like a yeah. Just, just put a face on it, 209. Yeah. <laughs> a big human face. Wasn't there something like that face. in Robocop 2? Oh, no, in Robocop 2, they show all their, like, yeah. failed yeah. Robocop. Yeah. Oh, I love oh, those. So good. I love those. Those are so fucking disturbing. Yeah, they're all horrific. Yeah. yeah. And then there's, like, you know, Tom Noonan's monster at the end, the cane. Yeah. Yeah, the cane monster. You'd think at that point they would give up when they're making these horrifying half-robotic Right, things. like, at... They're th- like, kill me! Like... At that point, it's like, what are we doing? Right. By the time you like reached like the second or third prototype, you'd think that all the scientists and engineers in that program would be like, "What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, this they've is made necromancy. They've made one RoboCop, and it was a mess. Right, and that's it. <laughs> and he went insane. Yeah. And killed like the second highest dude. History at will not be kind to this. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah well, point the, in time. Is, honestly, after the first movie, you can't. Stay like one of the, either OCP's got to come to an end, or the whatever RoboCop represents has to come to an end. You can't stay the course with both of these things happening simultaneously, yeah. right? Like it's still like, the same relationship in yeah. the third movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's still OCP yeah. in charge and ruining everything. Yeah, yet for some reason RoboCop is still a thing too. Yeah. Still on the force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I they love treat the- him like any other cop. <laughs> yeah. I love the part. Oh, this is my favorite part. Where Robocop leaves the resistance. He has to go do something. And then they just show him walking to the police station. They're all just like, uh, hi, Robocop. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like, hello. (laughs) They're like, you know, there's a warrant for your arrest. And then he just says, like, call the fire department. Call the and fi- then proceeds oh. to light yeah. a whole area yeah. of the police station on fire. When the guy, well, because the guy's going to smoke a cigarette, right? And he's like, do you have a light? And yes. he goes, allow me. <laughs> <laughs> and just lights them all on fire. With a like flamethrower in his wrist. madman. <laughs> yeah. And I liked this Robo version. Robocop is Freddy Krueger <laughs> in yeah. this yeah. moment. I really hope there'd be a version of RoboCop where he's just always on the run and just every now and then shows up and everybody's just like, oh, hi, RoboCop. And he just proceeds to kill a bunch of people and leave. (laughs) I just had a brilliant idea. What's that? RoboCop versus Freddy. 
Because RoboCop can still dream. He does have crazy dreams. in RoboCop, Robocop 3. Dreams, yeah. What if that girl turned into Freddy and RoboCop had to fight Freddy in his Robo dreams? He I dreams also, in the first one, too. Yeah. So it's established canon that RoboCop dreams. <laughs> I also like the version of this where Freddy wins, and so someone's watching RoboCop and just a clawed hand tears out of him and he dies. <laughs> and then they have to sit there and wonder, like, was that a robot thing we also, designed? Like, what was, was that? like that? a bug? Yeah. <laughs> also, RoboCop is in Michigan. Freddie's in Ohio. The Michigan-Ohio State football rivalry can mm. be in on this, too. Oh, no. Also, It Follows takes place in Detroit. <laughs> I don't, I'm just trying to throw that in. You're right. It Follows RoboCop. Let's keep going with this thing. Yeah. Let's keep going. I like the energy in this room. I like It Follows RoboCop because RoboCop can't really go that fast, so he'd be constantly like yeah. right on the heels of yeah. RoboCop. Also, the It Follows thing can take the form of other people, so like it could take the form of RoboCop yeah. or of his dead wife or yeah. of Lewis. Also, yeah. RoboCop or Freddy, getting honestly. fucked to death. Right, that Wait, thing what? just fucking RoboCop to death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That should have been RoboCop 3. Yeah. Yeah, but also it would never come after RoboCop because RoboCop can't have sex. That's true. Oh, you're right. Yes. What if sex. he no used, equipment. But also, though, how are we defining sex in the... Right, because he does have a face. Yeah, he can do also, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, with that he has face. a face. He's got a he's got a a, a fucking terminal interact. <laughs> he's got thing. his data knife. Yeah. yeah. Um, his mystery knife, <laughs> which I hope nobody's engaging with that thing. Yeah, it doesn't. Sexual I mean, manner. there's side probably of, side of Clarence Boddicker's neck engaged right? with that thing. I'm sure oh, in in that universe and in our universe, I just realized like there's people probably who are alive like ready here. RoboCop slash Vic and like, yeah <laughs> oh yeah there are people who want to fuck RoboCop right yeah 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 it's probably got like a pneumatic dong <laughs> yeah there's probably on the internet a picture of RoboCop having sex with Sonic the Hedgehog one thousand yeah. yeah, or Freddy oh well, now yeah. there or is Fre- definitely <laughs> yeah or Freddy <laughs> Freddy and Sonic <laughs> just tearing into him. <laughs> Sorry, I totally derailed with the Freddy thing. I yeah. Just, it just occurred to me. That That's all right. I don't have anything else to say about this movie. Yeah, I can do another hour about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, in conclusion. Um, I wasn't here. I, I don't know if people know. I wasn't here to condemn RoboCop 3. I think this is a very bad movie. I still like RoboCop 3. Okay, so you don't you think I it's a bad movie? I do not like I think this is a very bad movie. I, I, I guess, like... It's funny because I'm like this about most things except for the Jurassic Park franchise. Usually when there's bad sequels of it, I have that Jaws thing where I'm like, okay, that's that. And then everything else, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's crap. Um, and so with this one, I was just like, I, I was just like, yeah, fuck it. More hilarious RoboCop antics. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I, if I were, I don't know what a fan of RoboCop is. And what I mean by that, I don't know. I, I never grew up on RoboCop. I don't know what it is to be a child in your yard uh, going i'm robocop like who would want to be robocop i do see that's the thing me I, and my cousin yeah okay yeah. okay you know my cousins were into him i wasn't i didn't understand like that's what I, i've been saying this whole time i look at robocop i don't see a hero <laughs> i see a hilarious lumbering uh lunatic who sets things on fire <laughs> and i love anything uh, with starring that you know like i don't know i don't need him to be heroic yeah. So I was fine with this movie because it was hilarious. Yeah, I I mean the, my take on this movie is like I I want to be clear like I I do like it a lot. I don't think it's gr- I mean I do think it's kind of great but like accidentally great. Um but I don't think like I I my biggest thing is that I think people are too hard on this movie and I think that some people are hard on this movie for way the wrong reasons. Um 
I, I, I like that it has all these different messy themes going on. I like that the ninja fight isn't a fight. I like because, like, realistically, that thing would destroy Robocop unless he shot it in the head with a grenade launcher. And then there, it, it accidentally brings this element of realism to its dumb, goofy horse shit. Uh, <laughs> and and, and it, 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 I just like that. There's like, a, there's, like, a charm to that for me. There's a clumsy kind of, like... Oafish charm to it for me, and I and I really I, I enjoy what it tries to do thematically and with its indictment of hypercapitalism and the corruption therein, and its take on the institution of law enforcement as a failing, dying beast. Uh, I really like all that stuff. Um, I think clumsy and oafish is the best way to describe yeah. this film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was it a screening of the Monster Squad and Night of the Creeps mm-hmm. at the New Beverly Theater that Fred Decker was at doing a Q&A. Mm-hmm. And someone asked him, why don't you make movies anymore? <laughs> and Fred Decker made a joke and said, well, I made a movie called RoboCop 3. And, of course, everyone in the crowd laughs because they get it because RoboCop 3 is terrible. We've all agreed on it. And I, little old me alone, go, I love RoboCop 3. It's great. And Fred Decker looks right at me and says, you're wrong. <laughs> and everyone in the theater laughed their asses off, and I was like, okay, well, fuck me then. <laughs> and then you followed him home. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm Broke excited him. to see the new Predator movie he's got coming out with Shane Black. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. I'm excited to hear about the uh, fucking, what's his name? Neil Blomkamp is making a Robocop sequel, apparently. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, he was supposed to make a direct sequel to Aliens, right? Yeah, I don't think we need stuff I, like this to happen. There's a part of me that really likes it. I really like what David Gordon Green and Danny Boyle, or Danny Boyle, Jesus, Danny McBride might have might, in store for us with the I new Halloween movie. Yeah, I'm still not a fan of this, we're going to erase the canon and do an, our own sequel I mean, um, way later. It's weird to me. It is weird. It's yet to work. It, if it works, yeah. then uh, I'll I'll allow it to work like the halloween looks really fucking good yeah yeah that has a very good chance of it but generally speaking it's like this is a weird thing we're doing why are we doing this? i mean i also think i'm fine with it because i also think it's kind of the next step in the evolution of like you know undying franchises like i think i i think it could work because i mean the halloween series is already a multiverse mess like it's already like it's hard to pin down what universe each movie takes place in right um so i'm kind of fine specifically with them doing this with halloween when it was announced for aliens i was like nah fuck you you know you david yeah that, what he did with alien 3 let it be that but was also, that was like remaking the last jedi it was yeah. like we don't like how this ended up yeah so we're gonna make a new one it's that it's like we don't like the hicks died and it's like well too fucking bad yeah yeah he died sorry he died. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i also I mean, like there's room i think there's room for all of this stuff so i'm i'm always kind of just a, an interesting take on something beats, I'm, always, I'm always down for it beats reboots i think yeah and remakes i think and we've uh, tom you were talking about you want to remake jaws 3 yes I want a sequel. Jaws. I'm with you on that. I want a sequel, <laughs> Jaws Four, because really I think when it comes time to do when they start saying we should probably reboot Jaws, I say they should 
have the guts to just make Jaws five and keep it all. Yeah, I mean, keep all a, the canon. There's a part of me all that, the fucking yeah, that's always disappointed when they don't like like if the new Halloween movie had somehow managed a way to like just acknowledge the canon of all the other Halloween yeah. movies, I would have so much respect. For yeah, that. Uh, if you're gonna make really a Robocop, to do. make exactly. make Robocop four. Like fuck it. Uh, I would like to see a remake of Jaws three. And then a sequel to that that is a remake of Jaws 4, but where they do something different with Jaws 4. I, I, there's um, a part of me that really loves the opening of Jaws 4 more than the rest of the movie because of the, like, it would kind of be better if they just stayed in Amity here yeah, now. I think like, it's perfect. Um, but I, I, I like Jaws 3, and I would love to see what someone would do with that story now. With the, I mean, I think we're kind of going to get something similar to that with the Meg but I hope so. Mm. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So All that's. Right. Oh, sorry. I was talking about Jaws. I, w- I, I mean, I want to <laughs> yeah, keep I mean, talking about Jaws. I want Robocop Jaws. Robocop, yeah. Robocop Jaws. versus Jaws or fucking Jaws. <laughs> Did we. Or Robocop and Jaws. Yeah. Maybe they team up. I don't know. Oh, he could get in Jaws' He'd mouth. Be inside Jaws. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or. In every possible or, way you can interpret that. Or, okay, open on, what's the company, OCP? Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a boat, and they're off of Amity, and they find pieces of a shark. They and make Robo like, Jaws. Yeah, and they make Robo Jaws. <laughs> and it's the first, it's, it's the original Jaws, and they yeah, turn them into well, a shark it's, it's, cop. It's, it's a thousand years <laughs> in the future. Coast Guard. Coast Guard, yeah. But then he just goes the after Brody's. OCP has built underwater cities, like Delta, Detroit wouldn't was a no-go, so they built Delta City under the water, okay. in the ocean. Uh, we need to protect this city. Sharks are the police of the sea. Yeah, that's true. You know they are. So make a Robo Jaws shark cop. Yeah, but then it, it still thinks about its shark family. Right, like it has flashback <laughs> yeah. memories of when to it was Ellen alive. Brody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jaws five. Ellen Brody turns Robo into uh, uh, what's her name? God damn it! From Jaws three, um, Leah Thompson. Leah, Leah Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. See, this right, is perfect. We we're, I mean, we're, 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 cooking, we're really cooking with gas right yeah, now. Yeah, we're, we're making history right now. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. great. <laughs> we are. <laughs> you know what? That's correct. That is a true and valuable opinion. Um, Andy Sell, thank you so much for doing the show. Thanks so much. I'm, it's always a pleasure to talk with you guys. What do you, what do what you, you got, got to plug? plug? Yeah, plug something. Plug, plug it. your pluggables. Plug it. Plug it. Plug it in. Plug it in. I got... Uh, my mind is completely blanked. I don't have any shows coming up right now, uh, except we still like you at the uh, the last Saturday of every month. Um, still working on cool school. <laughs> we'll hopefully we'll have an episode up soon. Cool. Uh, fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really have. Follow me on Twitter at Andy underscore Cell S C L L. Cool. Yeah, everybody Excellent. should do that. And mm. obviously, Dave and I we have a Patreon. Gamefully unemployed. Go give us some money, please. Please. And uh, yeah, that's the show. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks everybody. Thanks. Say goodbye. Goodbye.